These opportunities will give me what I need to level up life. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad and Eric here, and we just want to welcome you back to another week at the Roundtable. We are so grateful to have you, and we have a wonderful episode in store for you. So, stay tuned and enjoy. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad Hafler here. With my main man, Eric Dixon. Yo. And we are the Lights of the Roundtable. And we'd like to welcome you back to another beautiful episode with us. The sun is shining in our world. Ooh. Our light shining. And we hope your light shining too. Yep. And just remember one thing. Great quote. Santa doesn't deliver in the light. That's right. So if you're going through the dark, that's where the presence is. Yep. So be present. Be and present. Uh, take the lessons and... And integrate them into your life and, and move forward mm-hmm. because that's all we can ultimately do. Nothing will change the past. All you can do is mold the future. So with that being said, thank you all so much for joining us. We're super grateful to have you back another week with us at the round table. And this week we got a good one for you, just like every other week, but we're going to talk about goals and the importance of goals yep. and setting goals and what setting goals can do for your life. Yep. So Eric, without further ado. How was your beautiful Friday? Dude, today was awesome. Uh, we talked about the weather. Um, the sun is shining, and it just it feels like the, the season's changing. Yeah, finally. Man, we got a couple um, teasers there a couple weeks ago, uh, even in like the past week, but there's been some rain, you know, some April showers and stuff like that. But, man, it felt amazing today. Yeah. Um, so super grateful for that. Um, you know, everybody was in a... Uh, awesome mood, you know, the smiles seem to be coming out today because of it. Um, went to work, you know, kind of had the office to myself today. Um, it was just a, it was an awesome day. It was productive. Um, woke up with good energy this morning. Um, man, it just, I'm looking forward to this weekend for a lot of different reasons. Um, I just, I've been trying to narrow it down to, to one thing. Um, but today, like Ice Cube said, man, it was it was a good day. Amen. It was a good day. Yep. Eighty yep. and sunny, dude. It's hard 80. not to not to be happy. No, no, not not at all. I mean, windows down. Um, on the way home, I was jamming out to some new music that I've uh, picked up here lately. It's a band that we went and saw recently, Gone Gone Beyond. And I had the windows down today on the way home from work. Turned up some Gone Gone Beyond. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite songs is called Gravity from them. And just man just rocked out on the way home um it was so cool and then yeah. and then at one point i noticed myself i was like ace ventura i had my head out the window yeah i was trying to get the sun you know as, yeah. we, as i was driving it was uh it was funny so that's awesome yeah so i got some vitamin d today and uh looking forward to the weekend yeah it's probably gonna be a beautiful weekend dude it's gonna be an amazing weekend we'll get some more uh supplies for the race next weekend yeah weekend. and um super looking forward to that so yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. How was your day? Good, man. Nine days and counting. Oh, the race. Yeah. Yeah. Nine days. Nine days. Nine days. 26.2 miles. Amazing. Dude, I'm excited. Nine days. I am excited. It's here. This is a big goal. This is a big goal. That we're going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting, and it ties into tonight's episode. My day, thank you for asking, mm. was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was real good. I went to work. 
uh, typical day at work, yeah. you know, little, little frustration with some of the kids. We yeah. have some difficult kids, but, um, nothing can't handle and manage and teach and move through with them, yeah. you know? And so it's always a good day. And then I got home and again, with the weather, we went for a bike ride. We played. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, we walked, Brittany yeah. and I walked and What's Cole that? rode his bike around. Nice. The That's awesome. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Brittany and I haven't had a lot of time together oh. as a couple, because of her work schedule and yeah. just conflicting schedules. So yeah, it's good, man. That sounds awesome. It was, man. it was man. Got to play some baseball, Bought. okay, this is exciting. This is probably my favorite part. Yeah. Bought our first Reds game tickets with Cole. Really? We're taking them to a Reds game tomorrow. What? Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, buddy. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm super excited. He, he started baseball this year. He's had two practices oh. and he's just like, he doesn't know either. We're just going to show up to the stadium. He's going to be like, holy shit. Dude, he is going to freak. Yeah, it's going to oh be amazing. Oh, my gosh. He's got himself a little Reds hat that he wears every day. Hey, man. I mean, you know, that's that's going to be such a moment. Yeah, dude. It's very. That's a dream come for sure, true man. for a little kid, you know, for. For a dad. For, oh, for a dad. Yeah, man. For a dad. Yeah, we used wow. to. We used to go, my father and his dad, we used to go to a Reds game every year on Father's Day. Oh, man. So I look forward to starting a new tradition since my dad's passed. That obviously doesn't occur anymore. So Bro. start that tradition back up with, with my little man, you know. So it'll be that, exciting. Try to get my brother and his boys on board. That's amazing. Yeah. So today was a good day. And Aubrey's going to go with us. It's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow. So that was yeah. the best part of my day, though, buying tickets and just like, Really letting it sink in. like So I, I had Aubrey, obviously, 16 years ago. Mm. And then for the longest time, I was like, man, I just want a boy. Yeah. Like, I need, I need my boy. I need yeah. my little mini-me. You yeah. know, not that Aubrey's not a mini-me, but yeah. being a female, it's it's different. You mm-hmm. know, I don't care what parents say. You should raise them the same. It's like, no. Nah. Well, no kid is the same, right. so you shouldn't raise them the same. Right. But as far as the male and female, I've I found it's different, yeah. you know. And so it's going to be exciting, man. It's like you said, a dream come true, like – I get to take my boy yeah. to his first game. So it's and, exciting, man. And man, just the surprise and the look and wow. Um, that's, that's definitely a dad moment. Yeah. You know, for sure, man. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I think the last Reds game I went to, um, it was, it was a, a beautiful experience in the sense that I went with my brother and Aubrey and it was right after my dad had died. Um, and April, Aubrey's mother had called somehow got a hold of the Reds organization and they honored him. My dad on the jumbotron when we were there, man, Whoa. like his name in loving memory of Ronald Hayfler. That's like, amazing. Yeah. Wow. So it, it was really powerful. And I think that's the last one I've been to, man. It's been, it's been a long time, you know, I, I play baseball, but I'm not a huge, like I got to watch every Reds game. Right. So it was good. I yeah. enjoy the environment of going to right. the city and, the whole again. thing yeah, yeah it's all experience the city and um you know going and getting i don't know some sort of apparel mm-hmm. you know something some sort of uh takeaway from the stadium you know get some food obviously you, yeah, know, you gotta you gotta food. get some ballpark food i mean that's even though it's like 30 dollars exactly yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like man i'm here you know you gotta yeah, you, you gotta, do you, gotta you kind of plan for that like and then you know maybe some peanuts or something yeah. like you know, some throw, shaved ice throw those on the floor you know uh shaved ice absolutely and then you know go home and he'll be knocked out on the way home oh yeah you know yeah for sure so i'm excited dude yeah i'm really excited Amazing. so good 
<clears throat> yeah. Traditions. Goals. Goals. Goals AF, bro. Hey, I feels. I'll be there one day. Yeah. You will, brother. Yeah. You will. Man. So, speaking of goals, I think this is a, a really enjoyable one. And what came to me is I'm, I'm reading this book, Leadership Success in 10 Minutes a Day, and it's it's like a daily entry practice. And uh, it, it prompts you in, in one of the chapters to write out your own goals. And um, so I was like, man, what a powerful topic. What a powerful topic. Let's let's talk about goals because I know both, in, both you and I are goal setters yep. and goal achievers and goal attainers and yep. uh, goal failers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? Definitely Which goal is just failers. important. Mm-hmm. You know, so what a powerful topic. So, yeah, I, I learned uh, from a podcast today, uh, Andrew Huberman, Huberman's podcast. Oh, yeah, I, um, I think it's episode number 55. Um, but he talks about the actual neurological effects of pushing yourself to failure and how failure rewires a specific part of your brain to encounter the next time and be more alert and ready for that situation. Yeah. So failures are absolutely essential <clears throat> to your bank brain uh being ready and equipped for change and goals and momentum yeah man dude it was it was very interesting dude is such a fucking brilliant he is awesome yeah man i i'm I'm gonna start listening to it i didn't hadn't listened to it because it is um it's not i thought it was dry it's not dry it's very inform informational i mean he's very intelligent he doesn't he doesn't go out too far on a limb to where i can't understand it because i've watched him in a whole format and uh, on Rogan's and it was like, man, I'm trying to follow, but he brings it in such a level where like, I literally wrote this list from the podcast and he was like, you can write this list. It's easy. And it was. Yeah. So, but yeah, he talks about that. Failures are super important. Right. Yeah. You know, you don't think of a, about those kind of things on a neurological level, but yeah, yeah t- definitely essential. And, you know, I also saw something the other day. I was listening to somebody talk about goals and the different chemicals that are set off from setting goals and mm-hmm. achi- achieving goals and mm-hmm. how important it is uh, for your your dopamine yep. to set little goals for yourself and achieve them, you know, and it gives you a sense of purpose. And it, it just, for me, it just like put kindling on the fire, mm-hmm. you know, and it sparks that fire in you and keeps the ball rolling and mm-hmm. keeps you motivated. So, yeah. yeah, it keeps the momentum in life balanced. Right. I mean, it gives, literally gives you something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. He talks about that as well, the dopamine and, and stuff that, oh, that gets released when you set uh, goals, when you reach goals. Um, it, it's fascinating. Yeah. So, so it's just like it's just like mental workout. Like setting a goal is like figuratively like doing a set of curls for your biceps. Right. You're, you're, you're just getting your mind stronger. Right. I think that's definitely one of the uh, tools, which is discipline, I think, that is going to help me in this race, in this ultimate goal of running a marathon. Yeah. Discipline. Yeah. Because that time's going to (laughs) come. I know it when there's going to be like, ready to quit? Right. (laughs) So, um, are you done yet? Yep. What the hell are you doing? Yep. What the hell are you doing for a t-shirt, bro? And I imagine it will happen on mile one. Oh, yeah. Get it out of the way early. Oh, for sure. And the rest of the miles. Yeah. I was reading. Uh, so my, my boss's wife runs marathons all over the country. And yeah. she said Cincinnati is one of the toughest ones. Really? Because of the hills. Oh, great. I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Cool. And then I, so what that prompted me to look at the course. And it's like two and a half plus miles of hills 
uphill. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Talks about not, um, not pushing the hill too much. Cause it's mile from like six to eight and a half. Mm-hmm. And it talks about not pushing your, um, body too much because you don't want to build up too much lactic acid in your muscles. Cause you're not even halfway through the race. So yeah. I was like, Oh, that makes sense. So six to eight, six to eight and a half is pretty, pretty uphill. Yeah. Okay. He said, they said, try to do the same effort, but different pace, obviously, cause mm-hmm. you're going to be going uphill. Mm-hmm. So, well, little bit a little bit of experience i mean running up hills in loveland uh running up down so we've got some pretty giant hills yeah especially here. right here yeah so <laughs> um well that's good news i mean that's good information right because that's going to change change the goal a little bit change yeah. the strategy for change sure strategy yeah goal is going to be same but strategy is going to be a little yeah. different so yeah. what's your what's your overall goal uh finish yeah the race yeah um i would say around four hours yeah um i'm g- good with after obviously after that but my goal is to do around four hours um but my but my goal that won't be um sacrificed for is finishing right so that is that's the focus right that's the number one goal yeah, yeah. mine too brother whatever it takes to get there yeah 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 because this is the longest race I know that you've ever done this is the longest race I've ever done. Yeah, for sure. Longest one I've ever done was 20 miles and that was a, that was a, that was a long race. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going to be good. It is going to be awesome. Four hours of just running. Yeah. You know, one of my goals that I've really focused on is, um, yeah, that's a long fucking time to run. Mm -hmm. Um, just based on past failure, speaking of failure, Mm -hmm not overdoing it at the beginning yeah because you have all that energy and momentum and excitement it's like oh dude i'm i'm gonna fucking get out the gates yeah get ahead of the pack and then put it on cruise control but yeah with 26 miles it's like oh man you're this will be your first marathon bro yeah see a sprint it's marathon literally (laughs) yeah so yeah so i'm glad that you bring stuff up up like that because yeah, I, like I, I use my watch to train. Yeah. Um, you know, when I run and what I run by, which then figured like then just results in a time, but is my heart rate. So my goal is to keep my heart rate, which goes along with what you're saying about not starting off too fast. Yeah. My goal is to keep my heart rate around like one fifty, one fifty five, one sixty, um, and not get above that. At least for the first, you know, I don't know, however many miles we're talking like eight to 10 miles. Right. And the science behind that is because if you, if you gas your heart rate, it's so hard to come back from that. Right. Especially when you're trying to continuously run and keep up. And I've noticed, so, uh, when we did the trail race, Mm -hmm. had that, it started off, I was trying to keep up with you and dude, just gassed. Yeah. And, um, that's not, like the way I run. So yeah, it's, it's very important. So I, that is my goal too. Like yeah. don't get too excited. Right. Don't, don't start there. Cause like, man, just the energy is going to be insane. A lot I of imagine. people, a lot of people, beautiful weekend, be- dude, amazing weekend. Um, and just, yeah, the energy. And then also I know you probably felt it in the races we've done, but like running with other people makes me more competitive as well. Oh yeah. I noticed myself. I was like, Ooh, I'm running faster than what I want to be right now. I better back it off a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's all these different factors that go into a race like that. So, Oh yeah. A ton of different goals, but keep it chill. Keep it balanced. Yeah. 
you know, just like life. Right. For sure. Do you remember the one guy that got us at like the halfway point, um, the first trail race? You could, his calves were oh, huge. Oh, the big, yeah. The, yeah. We both were like, dude, that, that guy's huge. Yeah. yeah. And uh, before the race, I heard him talking about doing a, another half marathon the weekend before. And uh, he was like so smooth and calm and like not yeah. stressed. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up beating us by like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, he found another gear. Yeah. You know, it's calculated running instead mm-hmm. of just going out there and fucking running. Yeah. So. One thing I'm going to have to keep in mind is like, okay, these people have run marathons before. Yes. You have not. Yeah. Your ego, don't let your ego get the best of you, bro. Because yeah. I'm competitive as fuck. Yeah. So, so I was looking at past year's times and some of those people are finishing two and a half minutes or two and a half two hours, hours. I'm yeah. sorry. And it's like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah, man. That's, that's, that's like insane. a six, six minute pace. Oh, that's insane. Dude, that's hard to run three miles that way. You know? Let alone 26. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. But I mean, if you dedicate your life to it, I, I can see it, you know? So, yeah, it's possible. For sure. Absolutely. Obviously. <laughs> right. Duh. Well, no, and you, I know you've seen the documentaries of the, the Kenyans trying to push the two-hour mark. Oh, dude. That is insane. There are some fast people out there. That's like half the time we're, we're going to run this marathon in. Yeah, man. Half the time. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean. And gaz- we're not going to be walking. They're gazelles. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're built to run. They're evolutionary. The legs are so long, yeah, like, and they take such huge strides. I mean, I bet they, I bet they would take, um, maybe I'm just gonna take a guess, maybe three or four strides compared to maybe one or two of mine. It has to be double, you know. Yeah, because just their stride. Yeah, like, well, I don't have a very long stride. I, like, I, I have a sure. very short and choppy kind of stride. Yeah. So, just naturally. Yeah, you know, me too. Me yeah. too. I got short legs, but you know, five I think that's ten on a good day. You know, like five. right, <laughs> five ten with my work boots on. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's really uh, interesting that the, they run so much because it, I mean it makes sense evolutionary wise because they have to hunt and tribes sure. and shit. You know, okay, yeah. And uh, so it's just beautiful to see how uh, the body, the human body adapts to different environments. For sure. You know, they're natural born runners because they fucking, their families have been chasing their meals through the it fucking makes, desert. Makes for, total sense. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that kind of stuff always interests me to see how different evolutionary processes play out in different cultures and Man, shit, you know? I, uh, totally different subject, but we, Kayla and I have been watching a series on Netflix with Barack Obama's narrating it and it's about the that. animals. Yes. Oh yeah, dude. Bro, that's a good it's one. amazing. But to your point of like things acclimating to their different surroundings and why this and what that, and dude, there's all these animals, including us that are like adapting to their surroundings, running faster because of this or built bigger because of that. Right. You adapt. Yeah. It's wild. Dude, animals are crazy. Yeah, animals are crazy. I've, <laughs> I, I've learned so much this past week. We've, we've watched, I think, three or four episodes of it, and uh, it's pretty cool. You, you know, that's something he was always good at is talking. Yeah. And so it's a very, uh, it was very, it's very greatly narrated. Yeah. And I don't get in the political side of it, but he does a really good or job of, it is. of narrating it that fits. documentary. For, for sure. sure. So <laughs> said it at the same time. Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. Jinxies. Um, that's my, that's my goal for the race though, man. I'm, uh, going to finish and then that is going to lead to another goal. Um, you know, maybe another marathon in a different place or, uh, or, uh, you know, a a 50 K, uh, which is, I can't, I don't know how many miles that is, but it's a fucking lot. Yeah. It's a lot. 
Um, like 30 probably. Something 30, like that. 35 yeah. maybe. Somewhere around there. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean. You going to try to do it this year? Uh, in the year in the fall or something? Shit man. I, I don't know. At this point. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. You just keep growing. Like. Right. I think. You know. Our momentum that will carry into this. Um, we'll just keep growing. It's naturally done that. You know. Mm. Like. We started off uh, at the half marathon. Um, we've done that a couple times and then here we are naturally just boom again. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know when, but yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I think, I think there will be some, um, things that will take shape this year that might, uh, might change, uh, that might change. Uh, that. Right. <laughs> what? Right. Um, but, uh, I won't lose sight of it. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so I keep the process going <coughs> and we just keep working. Yeah. And, and you know, I think, I think it's beautiful and ties into this so well because part of that natural flow that we've created is because we set goals. Absolutely. Because I'll tell you one thing, if I wasn't running a marathon, I wouldn't be putting in 40 miles on the treadmill a week. Mm -hmm. You know, I might go run a mile or two and just get some cardio in, but I wouldn't be running 12, 13 miles, you know, a week at a time, one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, that's, it creating goals create a natural discipline and it, it forces you to be accountable and it, it, especially, you know, I think one thing we've learned, we learned in the program is like not only setting goals, but then telling people about them. Yeah. Telling people what you're going to do, because then if you back out, it's even more weight. It is. So it's, it's another layer of accountability. Just, I mean, it's almost like to protect your, your word, who you are and your, ego too yeah you, know, you don't want to look stupid like i said i was going to do this and i didn't do it yeah it's, it's, especially just in the, these days it put it on social media amen if you're if you're serious about it put it on social media yeah you will you will not fail yourself right yeah just you to might. protect your ego yeah just to protect your ego yeah. you won't fail yourself it's right like, oh i'm scared to do that it's like well right. there's a reason for that for sure. And if you do fail, share that too, uh-huh. because that's, that's where all the real authenticity and how people really connect is like, if they see somebody just fucking knocking it out of the park right. every day, it's like, man, this dude's got to miss a step every now and then. I want right. to hear about that too. And then you stop believing in the shit. Right. Like not real. Yeah. Salesman. You know, not snake yeah, oil. Fake. You know? Right. So yeah, that's important to show too. And it's like, and just like we talked about earlier, the failures Yeah, it rewires the brain. So the next failure, which is you saying I failed. Yeah. will feel better. Right. And then the next failure after that will feel better. And then just keeps going and going and going until. And then you stop using the word fail and you're just like, Oh, that didn't go as planned. I learned. Let's go next. I learned. Now next. I grow. Yeah. Next, next picture. Right. Yeah. Next slide, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm on, you know, that's it. I'm on next picture. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I, I printed off some stuff that I'd found, uh, and researching goals and stuff. And, mm-hmm. Um, so what I found this five goal setting principles that can help you improve your chances of success. And it's really good. It talks. So the five are clarity, challenge, commitment, feedback, and, and task complexity. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think that's really good. It talks about how, first of all, getting the clear intent. Mm -hmm. What is it that I want? Right. What? what do I want out of my life? What am I seeking from this human experience? So the first naturally would be clarity. Uh, absolutely. And, and a way to get there, I think would be, which we learned in the program, or maybe you did it before, but I didn't was write those down. Yeah. Transfer them. 
Yeah. Because it's it's not clear up here and I'm pointing to my brain. Like it's not and when you transfer it, it your whole body has to feel it in order for it to go through your hand to the pen and onto the paper. Right. You'll never forget it. Right. It's more you're more accountable when that happens. Yeah, absolutely. And and dude, I found I'm glad you brought that up because I found a fucking incredible um study that Harvard did. Where is that at? <clears throat> Uh, in regards to that, writing it down mm-hmm. and how the students, there was like 276 students and, and I can't find it at this moment, but uh, 276 students. Oh, there it is. Butter. Butter, baby. Let it go. So it was like divided in four different groups and one group just had to visualize their their goal mm-hmm. and not write it down. Mm-hmm. The next group had to visualize and write it. The next one had to visualize, write it and whole like tell people about it. Another, yeah. Yeah. And then the fourth group required them to do all three three times a week. Wow. So re- getting repetitive. And then getting repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. And uh it showed that sixty four percent uh in group three completed their stated goals and group five was 76 percent as opposed to group one only 40 percent so it's like a 25 percent increase from visualizing it to writing it down yep and then then repeating it yep it's another 12 percent increase wow on your chances of succeeding and obtaining that goal man dude so it's literally a neurological thing yeah man you're changing pathways in your brain Right. And repetitive. I mean, we all know that's why you see things a thousand times on the TV and on the, you know, uh, radio ads, because the more you hear it, the more it's repetitive and the more it sticks and uh, you just remember it like that. Right. Um, Like affirmations. Yeah, like affirmations. There was a um, on the same podcast, he was talking about a study that was done. I can't remember where it was done at, but they had a group of participants um the goal was to uh start they they would start at the 10 yard line of a football field and they had these ankle weights on they were 15 pound weights everybody had the same weights on one group was told to uh run from the 10 yard line to the goal line i believe um and the uh and that was it right the other group was told to run from the 10 yard line to the goal line but they were told to focus on the goal line itself, and the tri- and the studies showed that they did it not only um, uh, they did it seven. It seemed they measured effort somehow. I don't know how, but it was seventeen times easier for the group that focused on the goal line to get to the goal line, and they did it twenty three percent faster. Oh wow! Than the other group that didn't have a focus on the goal line, they were just told to run Finish. from here to there. Yeah. yeah. So it was like literally it was like when you see it and you focus on it, you will get there faster and you will be better at it. Faster and less effort. And less effort. Yes, and less effort. Yeah, that's, so I, that's awesome. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, because you're you're taking your your intention and your uh visualization to the next level. Yeah. You know, and I I bet that study would show if people ran from the 20 yard line and people ran from the 10, the people from the 20 yard line would have a greatest level, greater level of satisfaction uh, yeah, from that for sure. test, you know, yeah. just the so, duration. Uh, yeah. Yep. And, and the effort they would have and to the put effort forward. That, so yep. yeah, no, it's dream big, set big goals, you know, and don't be scared to fail. That yeah. I think that's the, that's the overlying message. I think for this podcast, for me at least is don't be scared to fail. Yeah. And, 
I was for the longest time until that last race. And uh, it kept me from doing things, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can't really specifically think of anything, but it kept me from really pushing my boundaries to really push myself. And um, I I think that's, like you said, essential. Failing is essential because it's, dude, it's helped me a lot. It's put a fire under my ass for this marathon. Yeah. You know, I took my training a lot more fucking serious, not only because I'm running twice the the race, but I don't want to fail again. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It triggers new behavior. It does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, dude. Like Absolutely, it, it's like, but you just then you just notice yourself training harder. You know, I mean, look at that. If you wouldn't have, if you wouldn't have failed, you wouldn't have been doing that, right? You might be in this position, in the same in position, the marathon, yeah, exactly, right? It would. The lesson was coming either way, yeah. for sure, man. Glad I got it out of the way early, <laughs> especially if we're gonna do an ultra and then a no, super ultra. We're, and, we're and taking then when we retire, run across the whole fucking U.S. like Forrest Gump, dude. That'd be cool, huh? Yeah. We could either run across it like Forrest Gump or kind of walk across it like Mike Posner. Um, did you know he did that? I did not. Yeah. The he musician? Walked, yeah. The musician. Dude, he is awesome, bro. Yeah. Um, he's got a great TikTok. Um, he is all about, um, well, he's all about ice bass, first off. Oh, you he, told me about he's that. He's kind of like a young whim. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like young whim, dude. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That just kind of came to revelation. He kind of is. But yeah. all about love. Dude, yeah. oh yeah. So you walked around the uh, United States, walked yeah. all the way across it. Yeah, or? walked all the way across it. How, yeah. how long did that take him? I think it took him a year. Yeah, yeah. Took off music, you know, just found himself. Yeah, I could be way off on the time frame, but I think it was a year. It's a good story, nevertheless. That's to check a out. long fucking way. Yeah, Mike yeah. Posner. Yeah, check. I him never out. knew that, dude. Beautiful man. I love. Uh, I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah, his music is awesome. I mean, I think he's got an album coming out that. Um, it defines like who he is today. Like yeah. I think it'll be really good. He's very creative. Yeah. Super soul. Like beautiful soul. Yeah, man. Speaking of ice baths, dude, I've been I've been hitting them almost every day, man. That's amazing. It's been it's been good. Yeah. It's been really good. It it just does something for my energy. It's like holy fuck. It's a re energizer. It's, it's a complete reboot. It's amazing. It is amazing. Um and it's something that is hard to do. Yeah something that's not easy because you just you want to you want to jump out from the first second yeah i don't know if that happens anymore because you've done it so many times. right it, it doesn't dude yeah. i'm like i relax right into it just yeah. exhale as i sit all the way in and then just sink into my my zen zone yep the zen yeah. zone the zen zone yeah that, that sounds like an awesome zone yeah it is it's peaceful it is it's peaceful. peaceful there when you man um, I think I know about the Zen zone. It's a, it's a special place inside your head when you get so quiet that you can just sit there. Yeah. It's like you, for me, it's like I detach from my body and it's just like a floating consciousness. Like, Oh man, I could go anywhere right now. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, <clears throat> what, what's your, what's your daily goal to be present, man? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's like my overlying goal. And, and like one of the affirmations that I tell myself every day, especially going into work, because I have a little more purpose when I have work days. For sure. Um, but just a, I lay in bed and as I'm like in that conscious state of awake, but still I haven't opened my eyes yet. You know, I that's when I really hone in on my affirmations. And, you know, I don't even think about my day. I do affirmations first. Like, it's going to be a great day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great day. I'm going to be present. I'm going to shine my light. I'm going to be open. I'm going to be positive. I'm, You know, so the overlying message of every day for me is just be present, yeah. you know? Yeah. So 
Um, other than that, it, it varies. Yeah. You know, it varies on what I have to do that day. Yeah. You know, some days when, when I'm off and cold out school, my goal is to get to the gym and, and slaughter myself, Yeah, you know, and put up some heavy weight. Yeah. Um, get that health in. So yeah. It's kind of like a health related goal. That mental you know, health, like, physical yeah, health, mental, everything. Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel so good after going to the gym, both Dude. physically. I feel good about my Body, appearance. Yeah. You know, I, I see myself in the mirror. I'm like, man, good on you, brother. Yeah. Good on you. Way yeah. to take care of yourself. Yep. Way to emulate a healthy path for mm -hmm. people. And um, so it just depends on the day, man. Yeah. But overall, just being present. Yeah. And, and, you know, I fail that goal sometimes. For sure. You know, I've got other shit going on the following day or uh, I get a phone call that totally derails my whole thought process or my whole day, which which I've had quite a few of lately. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Just being present. And even in those tough phone calls, it's just my presence has to shift. Yeah. You know, so I can be present with that certain situation. So what about you, man? What, what's uh It's an awesome daily goal. Thank you, brother. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's a hard daily goal. Yeah. But but that's good because it pushes me. I think so. Yeah. I think I think that's amazing. Mine, um I would say I mean in a in a lot of different things. My daily goal is to do the right thing. Oh, that's a good one. And you're, you're fucking good at that goal. You know, do not the easy thing, but the right thing. Right. Um, I think from the second that I wake up, um, <coughs> it's just, it's just a choice that I've made in my head. Um, and you know, whether it's taking care of myself, mm -hmm. which is always doing that's the right thing. Point. That's a big point. Taking always, you know, it's always the right thing. Number one. Um, because you, if you can't be right with yourself then you're going to be, just off left, with everybody just else left with everybody else so right. you know so yeah for sure um you know and uh you know instead of like working out like that's a that's a right choice for me because it helps me uh like you said tremendously with my mental health uh and my physical health i look at myself as well and i'm like hmm, i look great yeah like man I look real good today i look real good today uh that was nice that was a good one um man that's a catchy song it is but yeah and you know i'm uh we're both pushing you know 40 years old and man i look completely different than 40 years old uh 40 year olds that i remember when i was young you yeah. know completely different i'm like dude i literally feel like my shirt like i'm yeah. just getting started yeah man you know so um so that makes me feel great and look at that that makes my mental health thrive you know so that's another right choice um, you know, food, uh, that's another thing that just comes onto my plate every day. I, I, I invest heavily in goals with food because it affects my mental health and it affects my gut and it affects everything that I do, everybody around me, everything. So, um, another right choice for me is making the right meals in the morning. Um, fasting is a goal that I've partaken in now for probably, I don't know, eight, nine months now, mm -hmm. something like that. And it's just something I do automatically now. Somebody mm -hmm. asked me the other day, like, do you even eat breakfast? I'm like, no, actually, no, I don't eat breakfast at all. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be a foreign thing, you know? Yeah. But now it's just like, no, I don't eat breakfast. But um, so that's another right thing. And then when I go to work, um, I do the right thing by showing respect at work, whether it's my fellow employees, whether it's the, um, the people that I help every day. Um, or whatever the case is, it's like showing up on time. That's the right thing. Uh, being prepared. That's the right thing. Um, you know, d doing this, that's the right thing. So just trying to do the right thing. 
And then uh, when I when I come home, uh, you know, Kayla's home usually. Let's just talk about marriage life. I mean, uh, come home and do the right thing here. Uh, decompress. Hang out with wife if she's here. You know, talk, have dinner, do that, do the right decision. Sometimes the 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 other decision comes into play, and we have to have hard conversations. But you got to do that. Mm-hmm. But again, the right decision is to work through that. Um, what else? And then get to bed at a at a reasonable time. Um, and that's another right decision for me because um, it affects my mental health. It's something that I invest deeply in is sleep. Um, I love to sleep. I think a lot of people do, but I know that it affects me uh, tremendously if I don't get enough sleep. So, um, and especially right now, I'm getting a whole bunch of sleep. Yeah, because uh, yeah, again, just feel like something, <clears throat> something's coming. Right. That that may disrupt. Right. <laughs> so it's always something around the corner. <laughs> so we're just we're just getting ready. Yeah. But um, making the right move, man. Uh, not the easy move, which I don't think any of those things I mentioned were easy. No. Um, I think those were things that we all do every day, um, and that's that. That's beautiful, man. Thank you, dude. And you're really good at that because I know you and I, I don't, I, I try to, I don't always share the same sentiment. I'm like, oh man, no, like the Nako situation. Yeah. Like you're like, hey, we should do the right thing and yeah. change the music. I'm yeah. like, no, it's cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's been over a year. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I applaud you for that. And that's, um, that's awesome, man. Thanks, man. I accept that. I appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And, and likewise, I appreciate just how you push back. Yeah. Because now we do have permission. Right. <laughs> from Naka, right. dude. Yeah, dude. Like, how crazy is that? That is amazing. Hey, you guys, I don't know if you heard this, but we have permission from Naka to use his song uh, in our podcast. So um, that's amazing. Yeah, dude. That's pretty cool. That's um, pretty cool. That's a, <laughs> hey, that's a goal you set in what, one day? Yeah, as soon as we, I and, came to the decision, like, yeah, Eric's right. Do the right thing. I'm like, fuck it. I'm doing the right thing. I'm going to ask him. Yep. And you had it accomplished in what? A week? A week, yeah. Yeah. So pretty cool. Amazing. For sure. Um uh, another goal that I have that I'd like to talk about, which is something that came about recently, um, is um the ultimate goal is to get off uh, completely of the medication that I take for depression. Um, so the reason I came to this goal, and I think this is going to be one of my biggest tests that I've ever had. Yeah, for sure. man. Yeah. Um, the reason I came to this goal was because, uh, something that happened Monday morning, this past Monday morning. So, I've been on uh, medication now for about 20 years. Uh, it was, pro- I, I can't even remember. I mean, it was, I think it was 16 or 17, maybe 18 when I got on it. Um, and it was, you know, ult- ultimately that story was, is that um, just light, life dealt me a hand that I, I just couldn't handle. And I, I was down. I didn't leave bed. I was crying every day. Like, and, and, then I didn't know how to process that emotion. Like now I understand that like that's normal. Like you're going to feel that stuff, especially when you go through trauma, like you're going to feel some shit right? and you're going to feel terrible, but you got to get it out. Like you got to, you got to get it out basically. 
generally. So uh, made the, de- the the decision to to get on medication, and um, and I never looked back. That's that's been my whole thing up until recently. In a few years, there's been something on my heart that's like, you know, is this really good for you? Like, but I did it because I felt good, and it's like, what's wrong with feeling good? Right. And who knows what will happen with this? But my my goal and what will happen is is to get off of them. So, so I say, you know, all that to to just also say, like, I never looked at it like getting off was a thing, right? Because every everything was so good right so what happens is at least for me and this happens with a lot of different patients um is you kind of like you get um tall like tolerant to to the drug Mm -hmm. and your body just adapts to it kind of like we were talking earlier like it just adapts to the situation right so about every five years i've had the same psychologist for uh for the whole time um off and on and so she has my whole medical history and I have taken uh, a few, I think uh, maybe five different things in the span of that many years. And what happens is um, about every five years, uh, again, I get I would get tolerant to the medication and I would just I would just start to notice like I would get like my motivation would be really low, um, just kind of like not not caring, like mm. sleeping a lot. Um, just disinterest in things. Life getting dull for you. Like, yeah, just like a blanket, just kind of coming over, like just gray, grayness. Yeah, dull. Yeah. Um, Where'd my def- color go? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so then I would, um, so then I would change to a different medication, and it would it would change the way the brain would work, mm-hmm. um, and it would work better. And then, you know, life was good again. So I would get off of one, which is a process. You you can't get off of them just cold turkey. Uh, there are a few that you definitely don't want to get off cold turkey. Um, and I think the one I'm taking is one of those. Um, you have to do it slow. So, right. so, um, so that point happened again. I feel like lately I have just kind of the grayness has come back where um i know there's a point of like resting and but also like who i am as a person and so the major thing for me is like i've been sleeping in like i've been sleeping in until like 6 30 like and that is pushing it's my like two hours after my your... work time though yeah. like the, so that's yeah you're right like way past my wake up but like then it's affecting pushing my work time and like getting ready and making those other right decisions that I make every day. So it's, it hasn't affected that yet, but I can see where the roller coaster is going down the hill with the not waking up early. Mm -hmm. There are a couple things that I've noticed. Um, I become a little more irritable, um, which is a sign, um, a thing that dude that popped up to me that I'm like, Bro, well, there was a lot of other shit going on, but I'm like, dude, it makes perfect sense. Um, a lot of GI issues mm-hmm. start happening when you, when it becomes like when my body becomes tolerable to it mm-hmm. because it's it's withdrawing from it. Right. It's withdrawing Not from the medication. The yeah. Release, yeah, yeah. 
um, I I have dealt with night sweats for the longest time. I literally sleep with like a cloth, dude. Like a, not a actual like washcloth, but like a cloth blanket that's like paper thin. Mm-hmm. Kayla was joking about it the other night. She's like, how do you stay warm? And I'm like, because I sweat all night. Yeah. I'm withdraw like I'm withdrawing from right. the medication. Big sign of withdrawal. Huge <laughs> sign. I it just normalized, you know, like well, like I'm I feel good, you know, during the day, so like well, I can just sleep with this tiny blanket, you know, and right, I'll just deal with not the sweats. a big shift, right? Yeah. Um. So those are some things that I that I like. I started reading the symptoms, like, um, and the reason I started reading reading the symptoms and ultimately the the point of this story is what happened on monday so i'd been feeling like the medicine wasn't working lately i went and talked to my doctor and i said hey i don't feel like it's working let's um let's change that's what we always do hey we got a lot going on in life right now um a lot of great stuff let's not mess this up let's just change and we'll move forward just like always so monday uh sunday night i um I took half of what I usually take, and I take it at night. Um, it seems to it seemed to work better for me that way. That's a long story, but um, I took half of what I usually take. <sighs> Dude, when I woke up in the morning, you know, on like Mortal Kombat at the very end, when they're like, "Finish him!" Finish him! Yeah. Dude, my eyes opened, and I and I heard, "Kill yourself." Mm. Damn, dude. In that voice, mm. like I love you, man. Like a like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, kill yourself. It scared, it scared the shit out of me, dude. Yeah. I've never, I've never heard something like that before. Yeah. And it was so real. And um. And all, you know, I, I, I feel like I, I've reached a point of consciousness where it's like, dude, that wasn't you. Right. So. Ultimately, I was like, I just said, I just remember saying like, whoa, like what, what was that? Um, and then my mind and me, like I literally didn't even get my eyes halfway open, like before they even opened all the way, like that happened. So when I got them all the way open, I was like, okay, that, that wasn't you. And you took half of your stuff last night. Like it immediately went to that. I was like, oh my God. So I just, I just sat there like Kayla woke up she was like, you know, I, I was just crying like and i went to the bathroom like i was hyperventilating like it it was it, it was severe like yeah. severe withdrawal um i mean i couldn't uh i couldn't piece together a thought like um i mean i was having all these negative just negative thoughts like just whirlwind uh just like it was like a tornado going off in my head mm-hmm. and you have these things when um some people do when you go through withdrawal of the medication is that you have these things called uh, brain zaps. And what it is is <clears throat> when you take this stuff, well, just the one I was taking, it it blocks the normal uptake of serotonin. 
and it brings in its own path of serotonin basically is what they think and so another thing about these medications is like i i went from 40 milligrams to 20 which anywhere else on paper looks like half right but some of these medications work in crazy ways where half of that might been actually like 80 percent of how the drug works right in in the whole thing right dude and i i mean i lost it 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 was insane um so i you know i like got my i don't even really remember what happened um but kayla came out like um i do know one thing is i immediately took the other half of the pill i was like i have got to get back to the baseline and got to get back to work or not back to work but go to work right um and that's what I did. So I, I took the other half of the pill immediately. And um, it's, I started to feel better. Um, not not fully back at all, but better at around like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. like After work was over. Basically, yeah. And I mean, you know, I went to work. Um, I functioned. I mean, I, you know, I, I worked all day. Um but that like is a is a thing for me at least that was like I'm not I'm not gonna let this like make me miss work. It's hard for me to miss work. Like I love going to work. It gives me purpose. Like makes right. my serotonin go and right, right. you know makes me happy. Um, I love it. So um, so I wasn't gonna let that happen. But so I started thinking, man. I, I started thinking. I mean, when uh, when that happened, I was like, bro, is this good? And that answer was no, very quickly. Um, so I had, you know, the first person I talked to was Kayla. I was like, listen, that scared the absolute shit out of me. I have never been through something like that before. Um, I have preventatively went to a place to get off of medication before, um, which was Adderall, which was even harder. But I was m- medically like in a hospital to do that. Um, so that like wasn't too bad. But this was horrible. That was the worst thing I've ever been through. I've never been through something like that before. And the cool thing about it is, is I did have a thought as I was laying on the bathroom floor, like I can actually feel myself a little bit. Mm -hmm. I know that voice wasn't me, but I can actually feel myself a little bit. Yeah. This week, especially like I've been just a little thing, like I've been rubbing my fingers together. I'm like, I kind of feel my fingers more. Yeah. Like I kind of feel life a little bit more which I think is a sign of irritability because stress for me, which the medication helped, obviously that's why I went to get on the medication was just life dealt me a hand where I couldn't necessarily handle all the stress. So I've noticed because I do think I'm still withdrawing the me- with from the medication because it's just, well, that threw me way off track. Today I feel great, but I still think I'm withdrawing from it in a sense of like it's not doing its thing and right. I become more irritable because I'm not able to process like I used to. I'm doing it a whole different way. There's not as much serotonin coming in as there was and it's a whole different natural pathway now. Right. It's crazy. Um, so uh, my goal, uh, I had to focus on a prior goal first, which is the race. Um, so I'm going to continue to take the medication until the race. And then after that, I developed a plan with my doctor cause I went and talked to her after that happened. 
And I was like, this is not, I don't want to do this anymore. And she was not opposed to it. Um, she was like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it like that. Um, which was a medical suggestion to do, by the way. I didn't just do that on my own. Right. Um, but that's another point because some of the doctors, and it's it's, I'm not going to say it's not their fault, but what I'm going to say is they don't have the tools to measure this. But right. um, there's no like, I kind of figured where I was going with that, but there's no like scientific stuff behind it in order to get off this medication correctly. Right. They can't necessarily look inside your brain and see what's going on right so it's just a it's just a guess really it's right. a trial and error yeah and, all psychiatry is unfortunately yeah so and if people looked at the brain more we would kind of know what's going on right. um, in order to fix things which is what some people are doing not necessarily psychiatry at all but um that's my uh, that's my goal, and I told and I said, listen, I'm I, I I will do whatever it takes to safely and permanently get off this stuff, um, and I feel great about it. The whole week, I've had that in my head. That's the that's the affirmation now that's going through my head is, um, I'll get off this stuff, and uh, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Period. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing and being vulnerable, man. That's uh, really powerful. I hear um, being in the field uh, or just the general area of depression and, you know, mental illness and things like that. You know, you hear sometimes these people that have voices mm -hmm. going on. I feel like I felt that, man. Mm -hmm. It was intrusive thoughts, right? Oh, man. It was boy. It sounded like a like a real voice. Not even just an intrusive thought. Yeah. Like a real voice. Yeah. It was wild. Mm -hmm. In that Mortal Kombat, like this is a game kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It was nuts. So, yeah, and the intrusive thoughts were crazy <laughs> after that. Just one after another. I would imagine. <clears throat> man. That's uh, it's powerful, man. And, you know, I, I think it's really beautiful. And, and, you know, I fully support you. Yeah. Um that's my best friend, dude. I'm, I'm right here for you. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Um, I think it's really beautiful and really powerful testimony of truly wanting what's best for you and not the easy route because it would be easy to change your medication and continue forward. For sure. Most people would have that I th finish, finish yeah. him boys come in their head and yeah. be like, Oh fuck, I need more medication. Yeah. So that's really powerful, man. No, man. That's dude. I'm so fucking proud of you. Thank you. I, I know we've had, uh, at depth discussions about it. And mm -hmm. I think it's really beautiful. And I think it's, it's a powerful testimony to how far you've come in your path yeah. and, and releasing the attachments as you continue to gain, you know, conscious awareness of yourself yeah. and, and the universe and yeah. how attachments work and how it does take us from our baseline. You it know? Does. And, and I think, I know you're going to succeed because oh, you sure. have so many tools and you have such a beautiful heart yeah. first and foremost, because your, your heart is your biggest energy center. Sure. And I think that's going to carry you, you through mentally too, yeah. man. You yeah. just stay in your heart yeah. while your brain changes, you know, yeah. cause you got a beautiful one, brother. Thank you. Yeah, man. I am um, powerful. Woo. I've, I've done, I've done things equal to and greater uh, as far yeah. as in this realm goes. Like, I mean, one of the things that um, that I talked about as far as transformation to somebody was like, um, you know, I, I've quit. I mean, I've quit basically alcohol 
or the activities that you know went around it, mm. but also alcohol. I have a beer here and there, but I've, I've quit alcohol, right? Which is a mind-altering substance. I've quit uh, Adderall, which is a mind-altering substance. Yeah, I've quit cigarettes, which is a mind-altering substance. Right. I'm gonna quit this medication, and that's a mind-altering substance. Right. Amen, brother. It's a beautiful perspective. Yeah. That's exactly why you're going to be successful, man. So, um, and it felt good because I know that I've done the work prior to this to carry the momentum through this goal. Yeah. I got a lot to look forward to and a lot to be grateful for. And I think you said it best, man. It's it's like what's best for me, Mm -hmm. like for my overall health, for my overall good, for my overall being, like for my overall longevity of being here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I'm proud of you, dude. Thank you, bro. I've seen I, I've seen a lot of growth in you in the past two weeks. Yeah, yeah, man. How so? I just like coming to that realization, yeah, uh, and some other realizations that you and I have talked about that I won't get into. I got you. you know, okay, you know what I'm saying? It, it's thank you. Yeah, man, it, it's really beautiful to see. And um, yeah, because this one's been a big one. Yeah, you know for sure, man. It's been in and out here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's had you by the balls for sure. You know, it's as it does a, everybody. It's, you know? it's been an attachment. Yeah, and so, and I wrote it in the uh, in the book <clears throat> out here. Um, get back to base. Yeah, like bro, I got, I got, I'm shedding. I'm yeah. getting back to base. Like I'm getting back to me, which is something that I I really haven't seen. <clears throat> yeah. So, putting in the work, brother. I'm proud mm-hmm. of you, man. Fucking a. Yeah. Let's um, cheers our water. I know we don't have alcoholic beverages, but yeah. Cheers, che- man. Cheers to you, man. Uh, thank you. Um, so, and and cheers to our you know upcoming upcoming goal, man, of, of the race. I'm I'm dude. I'm I'm so amped for that. Um, so, I I had like a couple notes here, like to to help with with goals and and different things, and um, and I think both of our goals that we've talked about tonight uh, is. Are, are this like acronyms as far as what goals are and what they should be and easy ways to remember them. Um, uh, an acronym is SMART, which is uh, specific. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the goal has to be specific, which is getting off medication. Right. The goal has to be measurable, which is we're going to do it slowly at a milligram pace per time. So it's definitely measurable. Um, attainable. Is the goal attainable? Absolutely, it's attainable. Uh, is it realistic? Without a doubt, it's realistic. And it has to be timed, which has to have an endpoint. And does it have an endpoint? Absolutely. Yeah. It's a smart idea. It's a smart, smart goal. Smart goal. Smart goal. Obtainable goal. Obtainable. You know, be, before we get to this, I, I want, I'd like to share something along Please. the lines with your story and one of my goals, one of my spiritual goals um, that I, I've written in this book is um, I've I have found suicide around me a lot lately. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that I'm I love deeply in my life, yeah. and um, one of my goals with that is to again to be present, but just to be consistent with my light mm-hmm. in those people's lives. Yeah. Um, with with you, which we are anyways, but uh, a couple other people that have reached out to me, a family member that has told me that 
they were they were done with life yeah. and um, going through a lot, and then had an experience a, a few weeks ago where somebody called me in the active in the active state of trying to take their life, mm-hmm. and and it's something that's really sat with me is like why why does this keep showing up in my life? Mm-hmm. You know what what is it trying to teach me? You know because ultimately ultimately that's what I have to to integrate is yeah. like why why are so many people around you mm-hmm. in, in this state of being? And, um, it's, I, I told you this, it's like in, in a world of chaos is where I find my peace. Mm. And it's been something that has really given me confirmation of my newfound faith in the universe and God and asking to be a warrior of light and, and to bring me, bring me people that need light, you know, Man. and, and like, and it's been really beautiful that even random people that I've never met in my life reaching out like, hey, man, God is telling me to reach out to you. Like, yeah. I, I don't know fucking why, but hey, you know, what's up? You know, I, so I've had, I think it's been five five people in the last two weeks that have come to me. And you didn't come to me. You, you're a fucking warrior and you you handled it. But I thank you for sharing that story, brother. Right. And um, man, it's it's been really um, humbling. Yeah. to to see the trust that that I feel like has been instilled in me and, and greater you know because mm-hmm. it's uh it's a tough it's a tough battle because you for me especially because it's hard for me I, I struggle with unsolicited advice so that's another like lesson that's like people that are in that state don't want to hear your advice yeah like <laughs> that's the last thing they want to hear they're like oh fuck it's that easy huh yeah you know what I mean yeah there's a um Man, I uh, found a lady uh, the other night that has some really good videos, and I, I've learned a lot already about, um, and I know what you're saying as far as, you know, because I think, I think maybe, at least for me, like giving advice is almost like a uh, a move back to what they're bringing on to me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, it's like, all right, they moved like it's almost like a game, right? Yeah. Like they say the first thing and then I move back. So it's kind of like a move, you know? Yeah. But this lady has, she has some really great videos on how to be like almost like how to use really good moves to be more empathetic. Yeah. To like, like a space holder. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like a space holder, which you're great at. Yeah. Um, and, and for me at least it's like, I, when I was watching these videos, I was like, Hmm it's kind of like I almost don't even know how to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm saying things that are coming across as non-empathetic and I'm doing things that I'm thinking is right. Right. Like you have an instructions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you, but then there's like a positive spin that you can put on it to where you can then give that advice and then still make them feel like they were heard, but like acknowledge it as well. Right. It's like, I don't know. It 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 almost just allows the ability. Yeah, for sure. It opens the door. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what I've learned over over the time, not necessarily these past two weeks, but and, and being that space holder, once you hold that space, then I've found that then they ask for the advice after they are for sure after they're like okay yeah. And and one thing I've used like okay, so how can we develop a plan? Yeah. And it's like puts the power in their world and lets them know I'm I'm with them. Like how once they ask for the advice, like, hey, let's let's work on this together. Yeah. You know? It's it's like that bridge again. Yeah. It's like you're not out there alone. Hey, like, hey, you come up with a plan. Like, no, no, no. 
We'll come up with it. Yeah. You got to do the work, but we'll come up with it. Right. Got you. For sure. We'll do it together. For sure, man. Yeah, it's... um. So has anything come up to you, like, as far as, like, maybe why it's in your life or that, that question that you answer it? Like, why is it so prevalent right now? Because cause you, cause it's asked for and this is how the light is coming? Or In a sense, also... A personal lesson for me is letting go of control because ultimately I, and letting go of my savior complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously if somebody is, is going to do something, uh, unless I'm physically with them to stop them, there's not much I can do, you know, other than hold that space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, on, on one layer, it's, it's shining my light and, and what I feel like being a warrior and having the universe bring these, these people that are per se lost in the dark. I don't, necessarily want to say dark but it's a dark spot it's a dark know? spot yeah. man. i mean i i can i can say that for sure yeah. like it's, it's it's not a light place for sure right when you when you want to take your own life and um you just feel like the world isn't living for yeah man that's not a light place right boy that's dark yeah and, and so letting go of control there, there's so many layers to it you know for sure. i've sat with it quite a bit and it's like and, and in another sense it's like okay i i post about the owl and the owl is one of my spirit guides and you know it's it's just another way of the universe like okay you're embodying the owl energy the 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 watcher in the night you know i don't know darkness you know i think that's one thing that draws me to the owl is is they they are so vigilant in the dark Mm -hmm. and um i just think that's that's a an archetype that I have been given to, to embody and uh, just really understanding that and stepping into that role and um, giving thanks. Not that people are, I want people in those positions, but that, that the universe has trusted me to, to stand by that person, you know, and it is a lot of trust, man. Yeah, man. I feel it. It feels, it feels good, man. It's, it's, I don't know. Like I said, like, uh, uh, a chaotic dark place is where I feel the stillest. Hmm. It's kind of strange, but not that I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it, it makes, it makes perfect sense to me. It's like, you know, it kind of relates to the ice bath. Like we were talking before the podcast, like, you know, you're so used to it now where it's just like, you just breathe and get in. Yeah. So like, you're just so used to it and open and trusted now. Like yeah. you just breathe and get in. Yeah. I appreciate that, brother. You just breathe and get in, man. That's right. Breath is key. Breath is life. Breath so. is life. Who? You guys breathe consciously. We all <laughs> breathe, right? Oh man, that's. Have we done a breathing exercise uh, episode? I know we've talked about breath work a lot. We should do some breathing exercises. Let's do it. That would be cool. That'd be yeah. a cool episode. I know we can. Uh, I mean, regardless, but I know if there's somebody out there that. Uh, I mean, shit. We bring Shane back on the show. Cause Shane was big into breathing. Shane Vitko. Yeah, yeah. He just got married not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I saw. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Shout out to Shane if you're listening, brother. Um, but yeah, definitely. Let's do a breathing episode. <clears throat> breathing. We got a couple good ones mm-hmm. down the pipeline. Yeah. Um, but anyways, thank you for listening to me. Uh, go on my little tangent about that, and and one of my goals is being present with with the darkness. Uh, as well from from a different role mm-hmm. you know so th- thank you for listening to me yeah. brother and thank you for your kind words mm-hmm. um but getting back to the smart goals that you <laughs> talked about i know i'm sorry I, I, I had to backtrack a little bit but smart uh, goals. yeah those those are really powerful 
there's one that I feel differently about than, than that um, is, is the timely. Mm-hmm. I, I think it can be beneficial, but I think if you're new to setting goals, I think setting goals and, and, and not timelines it, it yeah. can be really powerful and giving you momentum to then perform under those timelines. But yeah. like if you're just starting with goal setting, um, I think adding a timeline adds more weight yeah. and another layer to obtaining that goal. Because what I found in my life is, is I'm a procrastinator and the closer it gets to that timeline and I don't have any work to show for that time period, the pressure just like pressures amps up. Yeah. It amps up that amygdala. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Brother Huberman talked about that. Yeah, dude. And, and for me, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent a lot of time in the military. You know, I work well under pressure, right? But not everybody does, sure. and it adds more weight and makes people give up. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, oh fuck, this is too heavy. Fuck this. This is not the easy route. Gone. Yeah, gone. So I think if you're new to to setting goals and really visualizing what you want out of life, set a goal and not a timeline. And I think timelines hem us up so much in this society, uh, in a sense that like, okay, well. After high school, you got to go to college. Yeah. And after college, you got to get, get a good career. And then you got to find a woman. And yep. then you got to get married. And then you got to get a house. And then yep. you got to have a child. And then all before 30, yep. 35. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of time? All We're all so different. How the hell is that supposed to happen? Right. Now, granted, that happens for a lot of people. Even younger than that, like before 20s. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, for sure. Different people. Yeah, and, and then there's some people in their 40s that still haven't done that, and then they feel horrible about themselves because right. of a stupid fucking timeline that somebody else set for them. Yep. You know, it's like we're letting other people's goals and ambitions weigh on us when really their reality means fucking nothing to us. Yep. It's like, dude, let go of the timeline. So that's where I differ from the smart goals. It's like set your intent. Put a plan of action into place and just start chipping away one brick at a time, like you always say, right? Yeah. It's like the the goal line will be there. It kind yeah. of is contradictory to the story earlier with setting the goal and focusing on the goal line. But again, that's maybe another layer to yeah. the goal setting. Yeah, I think know? there are different yeah, like, you know, and one of the 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 lessons that I learned early, which you have specifically helped me with, was um was marriage like you know it doesn't have to happen in a certain you know a certain time frame like yeah. you know, i was trying to make it all happen at once and i mean that was causing a lot of stress and you know so you know it doesn't all have to happen at at a certain time it can right. happen your story is your story yeah it can happen later yeah and it was awesome when yeah. it happened later yeah boy we had a good time dude fuck <laughs> yeah that was what that was one of the greatest days of my life god I, that was a great day i had so much fun Whew. i had absolutely so much fun just like full-on god child mode like yeah. playing at the park for 12 hours that's what i felt like that is a great explanation <laughs> you yeah. know i have not really like besides like one of the greatest days of my life i've not really been able to put like words on it and it was exactly like playing on a playground for 12 hours yeah with your best friends all around you best friends around you oh my god and just a whole different atmosphere of love but yeah so that that was a goal of mine and you're right man it was like uh timetable didn't need to happen on that one it was um you know obviously uh you know i don't think it would have been 20 years later you know but um at the same time it didn't need to happen in a year right so it happened when it happened yeah. 
I, you know, I think timelines are a construct, a construct of the analytical mind and the ego and everything happens in divine timing. Yeah. Everything happens when it is supposed to and how it's supposed to, even if your ego said, Oh, that's not how it's supposed to work. It's like, okay, well there's something much greater than you mm-hmm. and you don't control that. Yeah. You don't control time, yeah. you know, and, and time is a, as a man-made construct in itself. And, and when you cast your intentions out into the universe and start to put actions into place, it's going to come to you mm-hmm. when you're ready, yeah. when the universe sees you're ready. Yeah. And, and you know, that's a thing. That's another thing you hear people say is like, Oh, I'm not ready for that. I'm not. It's like, it wouldn't be showing up in your reality if you weren't ready for it. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to do it the next day, but it's time to start laying bricks, <laughs> laying bricks yeah. to get to that goal line. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's a, a beautiful thing you say is one brick at a time. So I, uh, <laughs> kind of funny where I got that one. I'm pretty sure that was a Will Smith story. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh dude, this is totally unrelated. And some of you viewers might think this is cringy, but I saw a TikTok. <laughs> I saw a TikTok. You know how the whole keep my wife's name yeah. out of here. It's, be, it's blown up oh, everywhere yeah, on everywhere. TikTok. And there's like remixes and shit. It's, yeah. it's sad. It's it's sad if you believe that that wasn't an act. If you think that's real life. And it may be. I don't fucking know. Dude, I don't know. It's sad. Point, it's sad. It's sad because he was stripped of a lot of shit. Like his whole fucking career basically gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he made the move. Yeah, you know? he did. I mean, granted, but I mean, for the last year, people have been watching Will Smith cry about how shitty his wife is doing. And then that happens. Right. And he was even laughing. And she, um, like, gave him this evil eye. And then he starts yelling. It's like, holy fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, who knows. But. Right. But anyways, to get back to this TikTok, it was it was a remix. It's like, keep fucking Oh yeah, I my saw wife's yeah. mouth yeah. and Chris Rock's like, like I, will. I will. He's like, I'll see you later, Jada. I'm like, oh damn it, people are so funny. The internet's S- great, man. Straight savage, but man, I saw that. I was like, oh dude, I don't like to laugh at anybody's expense, but holy shit, yeah. that was funny. I, that, uh, side note, kind of uh, that was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> internet rules, dude. It, dude, people are so creative. People are savage, which is sad. Yeah, it is. Um, but again, you stood up and physically assaulted somebody on live TV on the, I mean, on the biggest stage in the world. Right. I mean, so. literally. And, you know, and it go, like, I mean, he ended up getting what uh, I think banned for like 10 years or something like yeah. that from the award shows. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like, dude, if somebody if somebody, you know, quote unquote, like not like just normal would have done that. bro. They go to, to jail. jail, right? There'd be no if they wouldn't have gotten an award, <laughs> right? Afterwards, you know, right. or gone and sit back in their seat, right? Like security. <laughs> so, yeah, different. Anyways. different, different episode, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> a pop culture episode. Yeah, we could do that. It would be fun. <laughs> yeah, it'd be. Uh, it would be comedic for sure. Um, have you have you changed your goals? Since you've uh, gotten, I don't even like saying this word, but since you've, since your age has gone up, have you changed your goals? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I feel like my goals are ever evolving, especially, especially as you obtain goals, you have to change them. You can't obtain a goal and then keep the same goal. You're going to be fucking stagnant, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, my goal. Yeah. 
at, at a certain point was nowhere near what it is. I didn't today. have goals when I was young. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. had like thoughts of shit I wanted to do, but I right. never like hardcore like, okay, sit down and think about Dude, it. Yeah, and I never like looked it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I like in my uh, you know, my later like 20s and 30s and stuff like that when we started working on ourselves, like then I started looking things up, like, okay, what does it mean to like write a goal down? Like, what what is that? What is it gonna do for? Yeah, what is it gonna me? do? Am I wasting my time? Yeah, exactly. Like, what is all this stuff? Like, it was never even a thought before. Yeah, it's crazy. Didn't didn't care about anything. The only thing I did care about was working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the wrong reasons. All right. So you look good naked, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's still one of my reasons, but uh, whatever. Hey, man, it's neither well, here nor there. Hey, I I mean, sometimes you gotta look good with clothes on too. Yeah. In order to look good with them off. Yeah. That's so, true. So I think that was more like my goal then. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, they've definitely evolved, you know, especially as your mindset changes and your view and perspective on life changes. It's like, okay, well, this goal was not really a goal to set me in the right direction. Yeah. And, um, you know, I saw another really interesting study. It was like a, 1500 people they studied coming out of this MBA program and uh, they, they studied or they asked them, have you set goals and have you wrote them, wrote them down? Mm -hmm. So it was like 80 some percent had visualized goals, but never wrote them down. Mm -hmm. And then, um, or no, 80 some percent didn't have goals. Mm -hmm. And then 14%, had goals that they had thought about and that they wanted to obtain. And then 3% had wrote them down and it fought. They interviewed them 10 years later and the 14% that had uh, visualized them was making two times as much as the 80 something percent that didn't even write anything down or think about it. And then the 3% that wrote them down were, was making 10 times more than that 80%. So that's where your 1% of people come in. So it's just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's if you want to be successful, no matter what you're doing, write down what, what you, you want to do, do to be successful yeah. or what you want to be successful at and then map out how you're going to get there. Yeah. So just the act of writing it down in itself has correlated uh, statistically mm-hmm. to success Yeah. because yeah. you have a clear vision. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a, you have something to motivate you. We talked about all the benefits of it before, but how powerful of a study. Dude, it's that's the proof amazing. is in the pudding. The proof is there. I mean, we've given some really good studies tonight about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's there. And I mean, if you it's it's as simple as thinking about it. I mean, I myself, I use GPS a lot. So it's like if I don't know where, where I'm going and I have a destination or a goal, like I put it into the GPS and then I press start. Yeah. And it gives me a path to go to. Right. Like it's as simple as that. Yeah, man. That's you know? exactly it. The goal line, right? Yeah. You you know, if you didn't know where you were going when you were driving, you know, and you just went, how would you ever expect to get there? Right. Like you'll just go. It's like a sail with no direction is just going to go out to the ocean, just going to go with the drift. Right. You'll never get there. Right. You you don't even know where you're getting to. You don't. You just kind of aimlessly float. You just just aimlessly go. It's like writing it down is like your own personal self-improvement. It's almost like the the idea of posting it on social media because it holds it more accountable. So like but it's your own version right of writing it down, you know, so you see it and your soul sees it and you feel it and it comes out. Yeah, and you've cast it into the universe. And you've the cast universe it sees it. 
Dude, it's crazy. It's awesome because, and I almost said it's crazy, but it's not. But it's awesome because two out of the three goals uh, that I wrote down for this year are happening right now. Boom. It's only fucking April. Yep. Boom. Yeah. Um. So to um, the it was a Harvard MBA study. I found it in my notes. Um. And, and man, I'm pretty proud of myself with the percentages. It was uh, 13% of the students had goals, but not written the goals down. Um, 84% had no specific goals at all. And then 10 years later, the 13% was making uh, twice as much, and the 3% was making uh, 10 times more than people that didn't write any goals or have any specific goals down. Mm. Uh, It's a Harvard MBA study from 1979 old but i'm sure it carries and translate with with humanity right exactly i mean you write the shit down universal law right yeah it's all of that fundamental stuff has stuck around for time yeah that's why it has right you know for sure they've been doing that for obviously years yeah man write your shit down write it down and that goes for more than just goals you know write down your feelings write down your emotions write down shit that you have a hard time saying Write down affirmations. Boom. Write down affirmations, affirmations and then put them in your, like, I, I don't carry my wallet. I carry it with me in a bag, but I don't carry it on in, like, my pants. But um, I carry around, and it's almost done at this point. I'll have to redo it. But I think for three, four, five years now, I've carried around a, a little affirmations thing, and I pull it out all the time. But it just has, I think, about 10 to 15 affirmations on it that I wrote a long time ago, and I just keep it there. It's like my it's like my shield, man. And then if I have a troubled day, you know, or whatever, or I can't think of affirmations, it's like I pull that out and I just put them right back in. Um, and then it just cycles through. Like when mm-hmm. the bad thoughts come or whatever, or like when the stress comes, it's like boom, I'm there to that affirmation list because it's always there and I wrote it down, so it's in yeah. my head and it's on my person. All right, it's everywhere in my little reality. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man, I think that's beautiful. <clears throat> Bob Proctor also. Um, he had a little business card that he carried around with some affirmations mm. and, and goals, and he carried like the same same card with him. I like that for years. I mean, this thing was like tattered and beat up, yeah. but uh, it's just the like the universal laws coming into play. The law of attraction: what you focus on is what you're going to attract. You yeah. know, we we like to think we're chasing goals or we're 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 actually attracting. Mm-hmm those things into our life yeah. by taking conscious action towards those and, yeah. and having them written down and saying, them. man, I love affirmations and people. When I tell people like, Hey, have you tried affirmations? A lot of people really dismiss it because it sounds fucking goofy. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I just repeat something and then I become it. It's like, well, you have to feel it. You have to be consistent. You have to stay yeah. consistent with it. And that's how you reprogram your mind. Make, maybe like maybe making a relative to it before an introduction would be. This is just a thought that came. It's like so. I think everybody could could relate to, and I could see myself doing this. Is like asking a person like, okay, so how how many times do you talk negatively to yourself? Right. And be like, oh, well, yeah, if good. they're honest with you, like, oh well, I do that a lot. So, all day. You know, I do I do it all day. I'm my, my biggest critic. You know, so it's like well. So you do that all day long. Okay, cool. That's fine. You know, it's fair. So does that make you like continue to do it all day long? Yeah. Okay. So we're realizing that you're having these same thoughts, these same patterns, and you do it all day long, right? And it still seems to be there, right? 
You're like, yeah, okay. Well, just try to take these and right. replace them with that. If you can think about that all day long, it's going to take some work, but you can then think about this all day long. Yeah. You can repetitively put it in your brain mm-hmm. to where it starts to change the neural pathways. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, I'm stupid, you start to say, I'm beautiful. Yeah. Or I'm dumb. I am enough. I am enough. You know, whatever it is. Right. And you just start to replace those brick by brick mm-hmm. by brick. Yeah. Yeah, that's, dude, affirmations have been one of my biggest um, tools and a goal of mine to use yeah, affirmations every day. It's not going to hurt you. It's sure not going to hurt you. No. no I, I wrote, so for me, I wrote mine on my mirror. Yeah. So like I, I look in my mirror and outside of the silhouette of what I usually look in to get ready, I have all my affirmations yeah. there. I am open and positive. I am centered. I am yeah. loving. I am yeah. I have a bunch, yeah. but I read those every day as I get out of the shower. It's like, okay, it's important. Yeah, man. I sure. see, I see it every day. I read it every day and, and you start to embody it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no longer an affirmation. It's a state of being. We you know? have, we have uh posters everywhere in the house and one of them is in the refrigerator because we open it all the time. Yeah. It says, I am amazing. Yeah. Every time I open the refrigerator, it's yeah. there. Every time. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, and then you, as you read it, you're saying that, so you're hearing, oh, I am amazing. Yeah, and sometimes if you open the refrigerator, you're like, fuck, I'm not amazing. <laughs> right. Damn it. <laughs> Why am I here again? Right. <laughs> oh, I'm amazing. That's right. Okay. I don't even want anything out of the fridge. I just wanted to see that see? I'm amazing. Look at that. <laughs> Redirection. Yeah. Exactly. Love it. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so uh, another thing I had printed out, uh, were benefits of goal setting. We may have touched on these, but I wanted to read it because it was from the same paper that I saw the smart goals that you read. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, and I'm sure we've touched on all these. Yeah. So uh, the benefits of goal setting are real and significant. Goal setting applies to both you as an individual and a group uh, that sets goals. It improves your self image. We touched on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes you aware of your strengths, which can be used to overcome obstacles and provide solutions um, same is true with a group setting. Uh, it gives you like who's strong at what, who is weak at areas, mm-hmm. and who should play which role. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, makes you aware of your weaknesses so that you can improve mm-hmm. and turn them into strengths. For sure. Uh, gives you a sense of past victories and provides stimulus for your present successes. Helps you visualize plans, actions to achieve goals that you set and then carry them out. Uh, gives you a track to run on. So you can see where you have to go. Mm-hmm. Forces you to set priorities. Uh, defines reality and separates it from wishful thinking, which reminds me of a quote. Said, great minds have purpose. Others oh, have wishes. Dude, that was a great one. I Man. That quote. Yeah, Washington Irving. I, I saw that in the book that I'm reading today, and I was like, oh, dude, that's, that's perfect. That's Love it. purpose. That's perfect. That's perfect. Perfect purpose. Sorry. Tiger got out of the cage. Not my apologies. Um, defines reality. I read that one. Makes you responsible for your own life, and it serves as criteria to sharpen your decision making. So, yeah, we, we touched on most of those. But uh, that, that was one of the things that I had highlighted that I wanted to go over. But, damn, we're good. Damn, we're good, dude. Damn goals af mm-hmm. 
Love you, bro. Love you too, man. And we love all you guys. And man, we hope this has lit a fire under your butt to get a journal. Start writing goals. Yeah. Start writing affirmations. If if you are seriously at a point where it's like, fuck, what do I do? Yeah. Because a lot of us get to that point in our life. It's like we have become so unconscious in the way we talk to ourselves, mm-hmm. the way we act, uh, the thoughts that we have as far as like, oh, I'm not really going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody will know if I don't do it. Yeah. Um, if you're at that point, get a journal and start writing shit. Right. Write whatever comes to your heart. Write some goals and, and start small. Yeah. Start small and then work your way big. Don't overwhelm yourself because if you're like, I want to be a millionaire by next week, obviously that's going to be fucking difficult. <laughs> exactly. You know, unless you have $990,000 right. right on the verge. Right. But, um, yeah, it has to be realistic. Yeah, because it overwhelms you with the stress. We talked about that earlier. Is mm-hmm. that you set too lofty of goals and then it's like, holy fuck, there's, mm-hmm. what have I done? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Back to the unconscious life. Just, just keep it ABCs. Achievable, one, two, three. believable, and committed. And smart. 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 A, B, C. Easy as one, two, three. Yeah, smart. 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 Yeah. How can I smart nothing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well played. I wish we had that one. On the, on the past. I think it's on there somewhere. It's either C, D, or B. Oh, that wasn't it. There, there it is. is. Give him the D. Gave him the D. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And uh, we hope you guys found this episode interesting. You got anything you else you want to cover, brother? Mm. I think it's been a pretty good one, man. It's been a it's been a good one. Um, got some more goals from the year, but you know we'll talk about those and we'll do another one. And no, I think that think tonight was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Let's do another one. Sure. Talk talk about long term goals, life life goals. Yeah, life goals, short term, long term. How they all benefit. Like goals are every day, so it's not something that's going away. Right. You know. Yep. Every day goals. Every week goals. Every month goals. And when we do, and when we do do that new goals episode, one of our goals always is to have the same listeners, but also have more, maybe, maybe some new listeners. Yeah, so if you would kindly share with your friends, that would be great. Share share the roundtable with them. I think that would be um, that's good. I see you right. I look at them. Look at them. Just put, wrote it down. Putting pen to paper. New listeners. New listeners. So now we have to develop a plan of action. Absolutely. Right? The, the wheels are already turning. Not mine too. It's <laughs> like shit. You, do you want to just keep going with this one? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, what a beautiful Friday. Yeah. Finished off by a, a wonderful conversation with my best friend, E.D. himself. Man, we got Jordan Peterson coming soon, Dude, too. we got, oh, yeah. So we got Jordan Peterson. We got the race. Goals, goals. Summertime. Summertime. Nights by the fire. Uh, yeah. Bro. Fire nights. Goals. Camping. So. Gorge. Baseball for me. Yeah. What a beautiful life. And, here we and, grow. And here we grow. And um, I hope you guys are growing with us. And if you would like to be a guest or you would like to give us some feedback, even constructive feedback, um, please feel free. You know, we've received some uh, suggestions in the past and still working to implement those and, and come We're up working. with means to uh, facilitate those yeah. requests. Yeah. And uh, man, We're, we're it's coming. Yep. Naco will be on. Yep. Naco will yep. be on. Naco will be on. So yep. 
we got some great goals just at this round table and uh you guys are always part of that yep. goals to shine our light for you and for ourselves ultimately so we love you guys yep. thank you for joining us another week it's a wrap Take a look at myself, see my third eye, third eye, third eye, third eye, third eye.